Welcome back to Black and Cow TVs. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of Archer, Season 4, Episode 8, Coyote Lovely, written by Adam Reed. I really enjoyed this episode. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. We're really starting to see the digression of Mallory and her intentions, which was brought up this season of Isis being a respectable agency working for the government and while on the outside they seem to be past some assignments due to a lot of Mallory's sexual escapades it seems as if she has taken a clear nosedive into less reputable jobs utilizing her team putting them in situations that are morally corrupt to bankroll this agency continuing to be an agency and we're seeing more of a actual I think settling into that for her to the point she's barely hiding it from the team and considering her husband was concerned ron that she would find out about his past it's rather hilarious that she's 20 steps ahead on the shady side of things and then we have the continuous back and forth between archer lana and cyril where cyril continues to become a punching bag for both characters in regards to the reactions to one or the other and he's the type of person that deserves that treatment it's hilarious to me am i wrong i know i'm I'm right that both actors play because he plays Jerry right in Rick and Morty the same type of piddling character that seems to be beloved but needed to be protected by all but in this show he's not loved (laughs) or protected He's mostly simply there to be everyone's buffer. So really good episode showcasing all of those dynamics. Before we jump into the recap, we're going to listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever good podcasts can be found. Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. And if you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Mallory is recording Lana on what happened. Mallory sent her large, larger, <laughs> Archer and Cyril on some shady deal with Border Patrol to capture someone called Moreno, who is an infamous coyote also known as people smuggler of small brown people who just want a job. (laughs) 
That's got to be racist. He done wrote Dom on the rock. Lana begs Hero to not engage with Archer about his very idiotic opinions. Because on a real note, he has a pervasive developmental disorder or undiagnosed atypical autism. Which, in case you want to know, is a person that shows significant impairment in the development of verbal and nonverbal skills to the point of affecting social interaction. A few additional symptoms include repetitive or ritualistic behaviors, especially when stressed. (laughs) What was the line? I'm putting cubes together, rocks together in order of size. Changes in sensitivity to taste, sight, sound, smell, and tactical sensations. Losses in nonverbal and verbal communication. Slow development in speech or language comprehension. Irregular development of fine or large motor skills, cognitive skills, or visual or spatial perception. (laughs) And inappropriate or unusual social behavior. He definitely checks off a few of those boxes. We didn't see his entire childhood, but I'm sure the others would come into play. He's like, um, your mic is on. She said, I know. In the business, you deal with crazies. On the backhand of Lana reading him too close to the bone, Archer throws a tantrum. So it's fitting that right when they are at verbal odds, a beautiful woman falls into his lap. To buffer any dissemination of his emotions, even though she apologizes for it, she kind of calls him out on his very lack of how he interacts with the world. (laughs) It's also apparently the reason both Lana and Cyril are bruised and sporting bullets on the Kevlar inside of an interrogation room getting their statements taken by Mallory. Cyril is such a coward. It's like, why don't I hold the baby? Being the one preferred to be the vulnerable target. He always be fucking they shit up. Always panicking. Archer flew down that hill so fast to be the one to disarm Moreno. <laughs> And wants to let her go on a warning so that she will have to thank him with a drink. Lana is, of course, opposed as why she isn't against immigration. She is against illegal immigration (laughs) because they don't pay taxes. And this is something she feels is a relevant issue with illegal immigration, which fair enough. Archer, however, finds her opinion hypocritical due to her ancestors not having papers. To his credit, even he couldn't believe that was his point before turning to go back to push Cyril to let the people out of the... Because he shot out out the engine... So there's people in the back. And the other point that was brought up is that all of the people smuggling inside of the U.S. aren't people just looking for a job. There's also people, you know, moving weight 
and doing illegal shenanigans as well. Cyril does not like being pushed, particularly at this moment, because he already looks like a punk ass to Lana and another disappointment. But now because of that and Archer saving the day, Archer gets to once again thump his dick on his head. So he decides to strike him. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Cyril should have known if he was going to start it, he should have backed it up. Should have been taking some classes. After being punched in the face multiple times, Lana tries to break it up, catching an accidental elbow to the face, knocking her unconscious. Moreno over there looks at her dude like, uh, what the hell is going on? Cyril is concerned for Lana, pulls out a gun and tells him the debate is settled as he is going to turn Moreno over and Lana is going to need to be taken to the hospital. And while Archer agrees on the hospital part, proving he does care, he doesn't allow the latter shooting Cyril in his Kevlar vest. For some reason, Mallory pretends none of this sounds like her son. Oh, Lord. Again. A fucking again. Nothing new. Nothing changed. Same old shit. Same old fucking This is what you raised, ma'am. Him always looking for a hot woman to validate his own manhood. The immigration debate continues. At the office, as Pam and Cheryl shed documents this very second so they can overhear the interrogation instead of Tuesday when Mallory asked for it to be done, Pam points out Mexicans are cheap labor, but Cheryl points out it's because there's no taxes being paid. And for once, the two frenemies agree. Poor Jorge. Yeah, I think you're ready. Pam has a serious issue with the word consent. Archer drove off with all the Mexicans and their station wagon to where, who knows. Wait, I thought she killed the fat one when they go back to the station and all of the drones are once again back in their spots. Doesn't matter. It feels like he's dying by the end of this episode and actually is dead. Once again, since the station wagon is a very common vehicle, particularly in Texas and in Mexico, finding it on the satellites is going to be pretty tough. I swear I wish I would pump nerve gas through the vents. Or you people make me want to pump nerve gas through the vents. Krieger said, just say the word. (laughs) Homie over there dying from the slap. Archer is just driving around Texas without a plan with Moreno not impressed with his non-altruistic reasons for helping them in the first place even though she didn't ask for his help. At the moment they go right past Border Patrol (laughs) where yes his partner was indeed giving him a blowjob. Can I put my balls in your jaw? Your jaw. Balls in your jaw. Seems like they're just on the menu this week. Chewy concludes Archer is definitely autistic. I love the fact that we didn't know what they were saying. They were speaking Spanish. But we got to hear Archer's reaction who understands what they're saying. That made it even funnier. 
So when he's just like, I'm not autistic, <laughs> it brings it back to what started all of this. He does admit he was hoping for a blowjob himself, but accuses Moreno of uh, having cock hungry eyes. I'm disrespectful as the fuck. Even as they're being chased, she's doing the stereotypical beat him in because she's angry, no matter what Mexican stereotype. Can you at least escort us to the hospital as about three of us, three women in the backseat about to give birth when they're finally uh, stopped by the officers drawing their weapons. Lupe shoots and crashes the patrol vehicle with Lana's tech nines and the rest of the ammo that was dropped that she snuck into her purse as well as the Doritos. She the undercover gangsta of the bunch. Stop hogging all the beads. Other people want to offer prayers. Archer is shot twice in the back after finally getting the kiss he felt she always wanted to give him. Instead of the motivation he needed to keep helping since she thinks he's insane. The officers are properly positioned in handcuffs considering their earlier activities. They also may be catching HIV, AIDS, hepatitis, any blood transfusion disease because Archer is coughing on them and a lot of blood. And it feels like it definitely went into some orifices. Lana learns Mallory had set up this job just so that she could get a kickback to repaint her office white. Lana realizes her job really is to babysit Archer, to which Mallory concurs she failed at, since he's now run off with his own Mexican woman. They attempt to call him per (laughs) Cyril's suggestion, and while I can't stand him, I understand what he was going through in that moment to just take off the Kevlar to allow the wounds to breathe because that's how I feel every time I take off my bra. Archer consistently makes elaborate voicemails. So the sound of him getting surgery and what happened to him almost feels like the boy that cried wolf too many times and now is about to be eaten by one because no one believes him. Lucky For him, his mother just as easily does believe his circumstances because she knows what she knows, dismissing Lana and Cyril, telling them they did nothing. Archer and Moreno part ways, forcing the Border Patrol to call for a helicopter, saying that a Republican (laughs) citizen was injured to get Archer to a real medic. Uh, who mistakes once they're on the helicopter spook as a racial slur against the black medic you've reached your limit on talking shut the fuck up the cops are basically told they have to let them go turns out this entire plan via the note moreno uh, left in his pocket was set in motion from the beginning to lure him into getting those into the country to expand the network of the true Moreno, which is her mother, who is getting in on the profits with Mallory. 
They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Meanwhile, Krieger just casually moving bodies after watching them die. <laughs> I'm a hologram. No, you are not. You are not, sir. Just keep it moving. I don't even like that's all you can come up with. Clearly, it's illegal. And because she ain't on the up and up, she don't ask that many questions. So yeah, I think that's perfect leading into what I know are some of the things that are going to go down in the next couple of seasons or a season. I can't recall. I really, really like how this season has progressed, taking a little bit of a, a shot of some conversation around pop culture topics such as immigration but also delving into just what each character's particular issue is and them reconciling or recognizing even that in themselves and how others are reacting to that and how that changes their relationships. If you want to send feedback, like a couch at gmail.com. Once again, my social media will be below. Like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. Oh,